I think you should get a job. Look, the only thing I was ever good at was driving a bus. Now the man says I need a piece of paper to do that. So get that piece of paper. I tried. Oh, Lord, how I did try. Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Figure Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Quotes and Nobody Gets Anymore Facebook page and NoHomers.net. I am Dando. Hello, I'm Mitch. Today we are here to review The Otto Show. But before then, I want to thank all the new listeners from this week. I had a few emails this week saying, hey guys, mm. just found the podcast, really enjoying it. So thanks to all the new listeners. Thank you very much. You won't be in the mailbag just yet. No, no, no. But soon. Uh, thanks to all the long-term listeners as well. We do appreciate all of your support. Thanks for everyone that's liked us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mitch tweeted this week. I did. One joke. Did it go well? Uh, two likes, one person replied saying, if this is Mitch, I'm not going to be happy. Why? Why wouldn't they be happy? I think they've settled into this rhythm where I don't do much. <laughs> Except <laughs> it. And that's an excuse so you don't have to do anything else. <laughs> also, thanks to everybody who rated and reviewed us in the iTunes store. If you yet to do so, please do it. It really helps us mm. boost up the rankings in please iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. I'd like to be the most followed but least active it Twitter ups- account. It That'd be really me cool. that we have so, like, we have what, what, 700, 800 followers on Twitter. Mm. It's not enough when we have like nearly 85,000 on Facebook. I want more followers on Twitter, so please do so. I don't understand how it works. Yeah. There's like some new social media platform called Stem that I'd heard. Like this is my my take on most social media. Like it's it's only just come out, but apparently rather than tweeting, it's video based. You could record a twelve second video of yourself talking about whatever and send it out. You can do that on Twitter as well. You can do that on Twitter. You can do it on Vine. You can do it on Snapchat. You can do it on so many fucking things. But someone went, "I've got a genius idea." But who wants that? Who wants to be on a train to just hear some random scream for like six, seven seconds about something, and then it'll move on to someone else screaming about something else? And then, uh, uh, I hate it. I'm so getting what's old. What's the moral of this story? I don't like social media. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what were your thoughts on the episode before we go into the full review? Look, I liked it more watching it than I thought I was going to. In that, I mean, the storyline is really forgettable. There's not much going on that. I was invested in and cared about, but there was I found that there was a lot of funny lines. Like I, I really loved the interaction between the band members in Spinal Tap. It was a really good guest appearance, but after that, I was just like, meh. Yeah, well, look, they were definitely the highlight. But this, I mean, there were still moments with Otto living in the house that, you know, little iconic things that have always stuck out in my memory for a long time, like the, the ghost story. Oh, Homer putting his foot. I'd forgotten about the the urban legend, but no, Homer putting his foot down with this is not happy days, and he is not the Fonz, yeah. and then him walking in with hey, Mister S. S. Those sorts of things, like you know, they, they were funny little moments, but it was more kind of disposable. It was like popcorn Simpsons, like it was just a bunch of jokes, and that's it. Well, the thing about it is the storyline that this episode this episode has is what a lot of newer episodes get. Shit hung on for. Like, for example, uh, Gil staying with The Simpsons is an yeah. episode everyone always hangs shit on. Uh, Willie staying with The Simpsons. They sort of say, oh, they've run out of ideas. It's just let's get generic sub-character and put him with The Simpsons. It did strike me as a sort of episode where, I mean, they go away to their, like, writer's retreat and you pitch all these ideas and it's late and you've got 16, 17 really good ideas on the board, but you've got 22 se- episodes to fill. And like, ah. I don't know, maybe Otto lives with the Simpsons. Oh, good enough. We'll put it up there. We'll, we'll come up with something better later. And then you never do. Well, the way I looked at it was... Otto, he's had a lot of funny one-liners up to this point. Mm. And I feel like he might have been a character that the writers and the showrunners wanted to explore more. Then once they did the full episode, they realized, mm, maybe not. Because I found mm. him unbearable by the end of the episode in regards to... I think it's just his voice. He's just he's better in small doses. Yeah. For a whole episode, just based on him, just didn't do it for me at yeah. all. Yeah, no, that's fair. It'd be like... 
Well, for Australian listeners, it would be like if Trevor Marmalade hosted the footy show for an entire episode. Yeah. Like, you know, for people that have never seen the footy show, it'd be like if Paul Schaefer hosted an episode of Letterman. Like, yeah. they're the guys that just need to be off on the side. You get two or three lines from them every now and then, and that's all. And then, But if you focused on that... There's not enough depth. There's not enough going on. So, what's your trivia for this week since we do it at the beginning now? Yeah, now that we've moved on to being a little bit more organized about things. Uh, first question, what is the parking time limit at the Quickie Mart? Oh, no idea. What is it? Two minutes. Two minutes. You think it'd be long? Oh, I suppose not. See, our 7-Elevens, our 7-Elevens is mm. virtually the Quickie Mart. Yeah. Do we have time limits? I don't think we do. No, we don't. No. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Maybe they'd have like a kind of perfunctory half hour, but no one's ever really going to be checking. Uh, my first question, what cities did Spinal Tap visit on tour? Like, what were the cities oh, on the back of their shirt? Hey, I wrote that one down. Okay. What do you know? Um, where? There's four of them. Uh, there was, uh, Milan was one of them. No. Sorry, Munich. Munich, yeah. London, Paris, Munich, and Springfield. Which is the joke. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, what's your next question? Uh, what was the... <laughs> you know what? I wrote this down and I forgot to write down the answer. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hope I'm that I'm right. answer. Uh, what was the brand of dumpster that Otto was sleeping in? Waste Co.? Something waste Yeah, code? it was either waste co or trash co. Trash co, maybe, yeah. Yeah, one of those two things. Like I said, I saw it and went, oh, that's interesting. I'll, I'll, I should write that down. <laughs> and then I looked at my phone just then and went, oh, shit. I'll be very impressed if you know the answer to this one. Okay. Because I feel this episode still falls under the barrier of where you watch The Simpsons. It like mm. falls under that time frame. Mm. Homer finds a can of Billy Bear. Uh, Billy Beer. Billy Beer. All right. Now, what other episode of The Simpsons did he do this? Uh, oh. I'll give um, you a clue. It's from 1997. No, 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 you don't need to give me clues. I reckon that that would be from Lisa's Angel. Like, I don't know what the... the is Lisa it the, the Skeptic. Lisa the Skeptic. Yeah, they find the angel and they well pop, it done. In, pop it in a storage and he's got the six pack of Billy, Bears, Billy Beer still it's sitting there. It's hard to say there. Billy Beer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know why. It should have Alrighty, so... Uh, but, oh, I've got one more. One, oh, one more. Well what, done. Is, what is Otto's date of birth? Oh, I don't know. Ah, 18th of January, 1963, as shown on his driver's license. So, that would have been 30 at this point? What was, it? What was the original mm, date? 92, 29. So, about 29, 20, yeah. Yeah, which fits his character. Yeah. 29-year-old, no hoper. He's about our age. Driving a, a bus. Older. Yeah, rocking out a little bit. Yeah. He's actually really similar to the guy that used to run a video store that I wanted to work in when I was like 14 and then realized how awful that would have been when I was 17. He reminds me of what Jack Black would have been like when he was younger. Had he not become a famous movie star. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> also, before we get into the facts, uh, thanks to our PayPal donors for this week, Ben Wilson and Mark Myers. Really do appreciate the support. So, if you want to check a few dollars our way, you can go to fourfingerdiscount.com.au forward slash donate or just go to fourfingerdiscount at outlook.com and send us some money via PayPal. Mm-hmm. Apparently, people in Ireland, for some reason, it's only Ireland have trouble using the link on our website. So, just go to PayPal, fourfingerdiscount at outlook.com. Or if you haven't yet, please purchase the premium podcast. The next one's going to be Cape Fear, but we've already got Bart versus Australia and you only move twice available on the website. And they kick ass. Yes, getting very, very good positive responses from them. So we need to eat. We do need to eat. I just ate. It was yeah. delicious. Oh shit, we forgot to organize food. For what? Our listener that wants to... Oh, we keep forgetting. Every time. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, Pat. Sorry, next week. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to sort of donate money to us. He wants to buy us He dinner. wants to send some food. Yes, <laughs> we really appreciate that. A few facts. So, the episode's title is a pun on the auto show. Mm-hmm. Uh, guest stars Michael McKean and David St. Hubbins. Oh, no, as David St. Hubbins. Yep. From Spinal Tap. And Christopher Guest. Guest as Nigel Tufnell. Yep. And now, Harry Shearer as Derek Smalls. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I've never seen Spinal Tap, the movie. Okay. So, I'm like, leave it to you for that part of the episode because yep. I'm sure there's a lot of references in there that... Spinal Tap fans probably appreciate. Yeah, there are. You know, it's a weird. Like, it, it's got such a strong cult following. Like, you talk, uh, any so many people in comedy really love Spinal Tap. I watched it for the first time relatively recently, and I 
like there's moments by don't get me wrong there are moments where I was laughing but I struggled a little bit like I feel like that style of comedy while it was groundbreaking when it was done it's kind of been improved upon in a lot of ways so it wasn't as much of a shock to me anymore like even for me like if you if you like Spinal Tap I reckon Best in Show is much funnier in that kind of mockumentary style but anyway that's beside the point did you want to like pull your phone out mid-movie because you were a little bit bored no, well, no, because I, I knew it was the sort of show that if, it was the sort of movie that if you do that, then you're definitely going to miss Lose all of interest, the jokes. Yeah. So I, I stayed 100% committed to it the whole way around, but I just didn't have as many belly laughs as I was hoping for. There were a few, but not as much as it had kind of been built up in my head that it was so going to be so great. So much, I guess. Possibly. I haven't seen the movie, but I'm going to admit it was very, very funny. Just their dialogue mm. and the way they oh, speak yeah. is just hilarious. Yeah, yeah they you, are. It was imp- you saying you wondered whether it was improvised or not a lot of it. Well, so much of the movie was, so I was wondering whether or not they did in The Simpsons. It felt a little bit tighter in the episode. So, so I would think that they probably maybe rehearsed and improvised, took down some of the best lines and then just redid those or who knows. But yeah, it... it it certainly felt a little bit more focused and kind of needed needs to be to be able to make those scenes snap. Yeah. Um, they did a great job. Obviously, it was them, but they did a great job of making sure that they stayed true to what their characters from the movie are and inserting them into the Simpsons world. I didn't think it sounded like Harry Shearer. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. No. I did read somewhere as well, I think, I may have dreamt this, but I feel like they had an album to promote at the same time or something. Or um, Possibly. I, I know that there was a contractual thing where... In order for them to keep the rights of the band, they need to appear as Spinal Tap every X amount of years. Oh, really? So, it's possible that it would have tied in with something like that okay. as well. Um, at Derek Smalls, by the way, Harry Shearer is responsible for one of the funniest scenes in Spinal Tap where he's going through airport security and um, the buzzer keeps going off. So, like, think, think late 80s hard rock band, that type of thing. So, he walks through, he empties his keys, empties his pockets, empties everything, still going off, and then the, they get the wand out, starts beeping sort of around his crotch. He gets this kind of sheepish little embarrassed expression. He's like, oh, fuck it, fine then. And then pulls out a cucumber wrapped in aluminium foil. That Why? He had, well, to, to oh, kind of tough, okay. to make the package look yeah. a little bit more uh, appealing. Um, and the alfoil so it doesn't get soggy and squishy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, more facts. We've got uh, Otto's full names revealed in this episode. Otto Man. Yeah. Is his full name. Good I joke. Because kn- of the, hey, Otto, man. Yeah, I yeah. knew that. But then when I reread it, I was like, oh, of course. I completely yeah. thought that was his name. Like, you're just so used to, like you said, Bart calling him Otto, man. You're like, oh, yeah. He's just calling him his name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, writers Jay Kogan and Wallace Wolodarski had originally wanted to name him Otto Mechanic. Thank Christ they did. Oh, oh man. That would have been awful. That's just, oh, man, really bad. But obviously, the animators gave him the last name, man. According to Algin... The executives at Fox were very unhappy about having the band uh, Spinal Tap guest star. Yeah, because it cost so much money in royalties. Yeah, well, Fox... Sorry, not Fox. The guys from The Simpsons forgot to get clearance for the show that they played at the concert. And then, like, it wasn't oh. until late. They were like, oh, shit. Like, you know, we actually need to get rights for this. And it cost them 40 grand or something. And they were like... Wouldn't Harry be able to help him out there? No, well, I guess that's out of his... Like, it's still lawyers and rights and whatever it might be. There's other... I, I have no idea about legalities, <laughs> so let's be honest. But... Yeah, they, they were apparently <laughs> virtually as they're writing a check going, you know, for this, we could have got some actual people. Yeah. <laughs> some real bands, yeah. Uh, the animators gave many of the members in the crowd at the concert uh, long bangs so they wouldn't have to animate a pair of eyes. Yeah, okay. Yep. And finally, Billy Beer. Now, this is about because Homer obviously finds Billy Beer. Mm. We've got this a fact a, about Billy Beer. Is this, a, is this an actual beer, Billy Beer? Yeah, I've got a, a fact about it, right? Okay. So, Billy Beer, says here, was a beer first made in the United States in July 1977. Yep. By the Fall City Brewing Company. It was promoted by Billy Carter, the younger brother of then-president Jimmy Carter, 
Oh, yeah. Then in October 1978, Fall City announced that it was closing its doors after less than a year of Carter's promotion. Wow. Yeah. Almost as successful as his brother's presidency. Exactly. So, yeah. So, a little bit of... I didn't realize Billy Beer was real. So, that's why I looked into it. And I thought our listeners might enjoy a bit of a fact about Billy Beer. Yeah. That's it's it. Re- it was that's real at one point in time. My only little tidbit that I got from listening to the commentary is that one of the Spinal Tap members was apparently very difficult to work with. Um, Christopher Guest. They said they yeah. had a really hard time directing Christopher Guest for whatever reason. Because he was hard to direct or he was a prima donna? I don't... They didn't elaborate. They just said, like, he just didn't want to be there, basically. Ah, okay. So, as much as... It doesn't come across in the performance, but behind the scenes... He just was, you know, a real bastard to deal with, apparently. I wonder why. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it would be fun, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would think. Um, but it led to them giving like the lamest puns of all time in the audio commentary. They're like they they were trying they're like, deliberately doing it. Yeah, they're like, let's just say that one of them did not want to be there. And then they're like, Was he a guest uh, on the show? Like he was. And then there was a pause, it's like but the other one was really McKean to do it. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, it got, and the third guy was a sheer delight. That's good. <laughs> but yeah. Almost like they planned it. Almost. <laughs> Alrighty. So the original air date was April 23rd, 1992. The chalkboard gag was, I will not spin the turtle. Kind of weird. And A little weird, but kind of, if you really sit back and picture the events that led up to him having to write that on the chalkboard, a little bit funny. Yep. Yep. And the couch gag was a very common one. Santa's little helper is on the couch. The family walk in, he growls as they enter mm, and they mm-mm. tiptoe backwards slowly. All right, so it begins with Bart and Milhouse getting ready for the Spinal Tap concert. Homer's taking them there. Does 10 years old feel, for, oh, straight off the bat, is 10 years old way too young to be going to a heavy metal concert with no adult supervision? Yeah, it wouldn't be happening. Mm. Uh, I thought the exact same thing. I thought I've already critiqued the shit of uh, yeah. the last week's episode. I won't po- point out any well, faults I just week. assume that at a heavy metal concert, there's going to be boobs on display at some point. Yeah. Uh, probably shouldn't be there on your own. With no adults to throw some hands over well, your eyes. Well, I first thought that because I couldn't remember too much. I remember they went to the concert and then when I saw Homer was going, I was like, oh, I forgot Homer went to the concert with him. He didn't. He just took him there. Just rocked out in the car to the little Spanish flea. So great. <laughs> so Homer, um, oh, but, but before we get into that, do you remember your first concert? Because this was Barton Milhouse's first rock concert. Uh, Brian Adams, I think it was. I um, think you've said this, yeah. Brian Adams, Brian McFadden. And there was some other Brian. Yeah, and he said one of them did like a, a ballad or something. <laughs> yeah, they they all got up on stage and did something together. <laughs> At the time, it was very cool. I look back on it now and just think, God, why couldn't I have gone to see Tim Rogers or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so I could say, yeah, my first concert was... You can lie. Something kind of... Well, I could have, but <laughs> I have too much respect. <laughs> Push pause, start again. So Homer finds the jacket and finds the Billy Beer. I saw The Who at Leeds, 1972. You did, yeah, apparently. And I like here when Homer calls them the spinal taps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just shows that Homer is a little bit out of touch. A little out of touch. He's, he's, yeah. he's still nearly there. Not quite, well, though. Well, look, if you quiz him on Grand Funk, then he uh, knows everything. Then he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I loved um, his... Hard of hearing joke? Uh, n- oh, his hard of hearing joke was good, but no, I liked his concert going jacket. Mm. Like, I love when Homer names his items, like my conversation hat, yeah. my concert going jacket. like it's, Detective outfit, remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I liked fucking uh, Millhouse's jacket. That was badass. That was a sweet jacket. Yeah, and I'll, you know, it's funny because it's on Millhouse too. That's yeah. what made it great. Yeah, totally. They pick up Millhouse on the way, though, don't they? He's not here at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, he's not at the house. They grab him. They swing by. So Homer's leaving with Bart and Patty and Summer. They they make some gag about him, hang shit on him. Hmm. And I just see. I think this is the first time I've seen Marge annoyed by them hanging shit on Homer. I can't remember seeing it before this point. Maybe in the episode yeah. that, when he proposes to her. But I don't usually. Patty and Summer hang shit on Homer and, and Marge, Marge just takes it. Silent partner or yeah. not in the room or whatever it might they, be. They made an effort to show her glaring yeah. anger. Yeah, this. I just thought whether it was the first time we'd seen that or not. 
So Homer and Bart are on their way to get Millhouse, and they really nail radio DJ lame jokes in The Simpsons. In other Spinal Tap news, Mayor Quimby honored the aging supergroup in a ceremony at City Hall. I guess you could say he was trying to tap into the spines of the young voters, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, let's play the tape. I feel like if we were on the radio, we would be slightly like these guys. I feel like station pressure would be to be like these guys, but yeah. I would be doing everything in the background to not be, Just if to possible. Dis- distract me and yeah, throw me off. pretty much. <laughs> I do love their opening. Like, If there has been one phrase that has been thrown around throughout your entire career, it is washed up. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start an interview. It is great. Um, but like this, this whole scene is probably my favourite part of the entire episode. The Just interview like part? the interview with, with the tap guys from TAP. Like, yeah, yeah. It's... Like I said, it is so true to who they are. And just that cluelessness about what's going on. It's like, we're very big in Hungaria and the other Garia. Like, I I love all of that. I can't think of anyone who's benefited more from the death of communism than us. Well, might be the people who actually live in the communist countries. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I bet you're right. It seems like it's improvised, doesn't it? It does. But like yeah. you said, maybe they improvise a lot of different stuff yeah. and pick the best stuff. Possibly, yeah. yeah or yeah. it's just that they've been working together for so long. And like even in the movie, they were so good at, at not breaking character. Yeah. Now, we've skimmed over an important scene that we've got to go back to. Just before that interview clip, uh, they arrive at the, the concert and Homer says, I'm going to wait in the car. Mm-hmm. And we get the classic, some of the best moments I've ever had in my life from the backseat of a car. And they're like, ooh, ooh baby. baby. And the car rocking. I'm like, this is a really dirty joke. And then yeah. he cuts him eating. I was like, I forgot that one. Oh, really? I, just, I was like, surely they're not doing this on the Simpsons. Uh, I, knew what, I knew what that was building to. And it was I completely forgotten. Fantastic. Just the way he's rocking in the car. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and then as they're walking in, I do like that there's different people selling fake merchandise because that happens at every concert and you go comic to. comic book guy. Wrong appears. hair. Black yeah, hair. it's like this is the first time. Well, I think it is the first time he's ever appeared. No. No? Blood oh, of course not. What the hell is wrong with you? Idiot. <laughs> sorry. You got more than you bargained for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, it just... I forg- I didn't think properly, but I saw that went, oh, it must be an early design model of comic book guy. He has sold shirts at a few different events. I think that that was going to be a recurring gag of comic book guy at this yeah. point. But yeah, he looked nothing like... He did. It sounded like him, but he sounded like black. him. looked a little bit, but was a bit skinnier as well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, they're at the concert and just terrible facilities. I think... Is that true to Spinal Tap? Is that sort of stuff happening in the movie? Yes. So they're very, um, they're very sort of really poorly organised. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. One of my other favourite lines from that movie actually is that uh, one of the promoters walking past a big sign. So like they're going on. Um, there was also a puppet show on or something like that. So the sign is like puppet show in big letters and then also featuring Spinal Tap. Which is like, ah, if I've told them once, I've told them a thousand times. Spinal Tap first, puppet show last. <laughs> <laughs> I do like either of the guys like, I'm going to be honest, this was once, this is a hockey rink. <laughs> it's a hockey rink. <laughs> well, this isn't the bleeding splish splash show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really low budget. Uh, they're playing really badly as well. Like, they're not very good. I didn't like, mind the beginning. Just the vocals. And the, I love it whenever a rock band drops the instruments and just kicks off with the just singing. Yeah, just a little harmony. But then when it's, I start yeah, playing, it's, kind of cool. like, it's not that great. <laughs> are they good? Are they good musicians in the movie? Like, is that in the no. movie? Are they meant to be good musicians? No. Okay. Like they're just meant to be a band that has been around for a really long time without ever actually being successful. Yep. 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 So Homer's down in the car, just singing Spanish flea, having a great time. It was a little Spanish flea, <laughs> a record star. He thought he'd be a great setup for later on. Love that song. And I, I do feel like they encapsulated what it's like to be at a rock concert though really well. Like the sign upside down, he tilts his head. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. That was one of my favourite parts. And then the um, fat chick on the boyfriend's shoulders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, it's always one of them at like a music festival or something. Yeah. 
and the cheap pop. This morning, we were driving down Route 401. That's only four miles from my house. And we thought they knew how to rock in Shelbyville. But nobody rocks like Springfield. Sorry, once the concert goes bad, of course, the throwback to not knowing the name. Good night, Springdon. There will be no encore. That's my favourite line the whole episode. (laughs) There will be no encore. What better way to start a riot? Good night, Springdon. There will be no encore. (laughs) After 20 minutes. If I went to a concert and the musician said that, I would clap them. I'd prefer it. Yeah, there will be no one call. That, that's a story you can tell for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I wish there was no encore at the fucking Foo Fighters concert a couple of years ago. There was like oh. nine songs in the encore. I'm like, I oh, want to go home now. Shit, I missed it. I went to a Bon Jovi concert a few years ago. It was his last one in Australia. And like, they were about to wrap up. I'd looked at the set list from previous shows and they do about three or four encore songs. They've done three. I'm like, okay, they're going to go into... Um, Whatever the hell it was he was doing as his final song. Bad day? What? Oh, Have a Nice Day. A Nice Day. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I thought you were talking about Daniel Powder's song. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so like he kind of looks at his stage. He's going, huh, you know what? And then he just starts busting out something else. And then he did something else. And he did something else. And I'm like, John, my fucking car park, the door closes at 1130. If I'm not there, I have to pay like $180 to get my car out. Please (laughs) shut up. Shut the fuck up and get (laughs) off. (laughs) Anyway, moving back to The Simpsons. So, as we said, the concert's just gone to shit. The devil doesn't inflate. We salute you, our half-inflated yeah. Dark Lord. <laughs> they don't turn I on. loved the animation on the drummer here. Yeah, when he's doing the solo. Yeah, doing the solo as he's getting lower and lower and lower because the devil's coming in. That yep. was some great work yep, um, yep, yep. as far as animation goes. And every rock concert has a random drum solo just mm. because they want one. Yeah. And then the, the one who used the lasers. and oh, No, is it lasers? Yeah, the lasers is what gets them at the end, but yep. they don't turn the lights on. You know, people think there are only five members of Spinal Tap, but they are wrong. <coughs> Could we turn up the house lights, please? That was the cue to turn up the house lights so we can tell the audience they're the sixth member of the freaking group. We are trying to put a tiny thrill into their grey little lives. It is one of the best guest appearances they've had to date. Mm. Certainly the funniest. Yeah, because this is so funny, I feel that's why the rest of the show, it just lacked that something because you just it's like so funny it to... It peaks, peaks eh, too early. Yeah, yeah, it peaks way too early. So then Marge sees a news report that a riot's broken out. Do you think that... I don't know whether you know about it, but Guns N' Roses had a riot start at one of their concerts in like the early 90s. Oh, was this the... Hail- the was it the hell's no it was the Rolling Stones where there was like a no not the that Hell's one. Angels got involved yeah, yeah no. no no I didn't know about the Guns well and Roses basically song. Axel Rose was on stage and only like 20, 25 minutes into the set I believe mm. and I was singing Rocket Queen and someone was taking the video had taken snaps with like a professional camera yeah and Axel Rose just was a loose unit back then and he didn't like people <laughs> well, take, back then yeah <laughs> yeah he's really pulled his head in now <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like people taking photos or filming at the gigs so his mid song just goes stop that guy stop that guy security get him get that camera and security didn't do anything so he goes well since security is fucking shit or whatever I'm gonna do it myself slams the microphone down jumps to the crowd punches this guy in the head takes his camera and then says Crikey. well since uh, well thanks to the lame ass security I'm going home and slams the microphone down walks off and the band's like um, I think the show's over then, guys. See ya. They leave, and an absolute massive riot breaks out. People got really hurt. Slash. Sorry, guys. I can't sing. <laughs> yeah, he tries. <laughs> I'd love to help, but all I can do is the strumming. Yeah, I've just bit my tongue, and it really hurt. That's good information for the listeners. <laughs> so 
cuts back to Homer and he's singing. I think this is where he's singing Spanish Flea or singing yeah. something. Spinning, singing Spanish Flea while the riot squad move in behind he's him. He's just completely unaware of the situation, which is what makes it so great. Then Marge sees the news report that the riot's broken out and she's like, I hope Bart's okay. Cuts to Bart swinging from the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get a Brockman two cents and his opinion is ban music. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Should we ban all music? Sadly, yes. Yes. <laughs> I reckon Sheer would have a great time being Brockman. Yeah. I just feel like it's very true to Shearer's personality. Yeah, in like life. the political Harry Shearer collects yeah. little clips of different news footage gone wrong and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So then Bart and Homer arrive safely, fortunately, but then they realise they've forgotten somebody. Millhouse is still <laughs> at the arena under the I think this under is a great chairs. visual. Under some tables, sorry. Yeah. Is it tables or sorry, chairs? chairs? It is chairs. It's just a great visual. This giant pile of chairs, Millhouse just I think like, no glasses on. Yeah. A little bit of blood coming out of his yeah. nose. Help. <laughs> Help me. So come back from commercial And Bart says he wants to be a rock star And Mars suggests to Homer that they buy Bart a guitar I've been thinking about what Bart said If he's really interested in being a musician Maybe we should buy him a guitar Well that's a waste of money We already have a guitar I meant a real guitar This is real I thought in this scene here It was kind of odd Usually it's Homer doing the scheme like this and Marge is the one saying we don't really need to do it throughout the whole episode Marge was the one mm. saying no nah, we'll give Otto a place to stay it's fine and Homer's the one saying no we can't have it usually it's the other way around it is I guess the only thing is with her initial scheme it's less about sorry with the initial idea of getting the guitar it's not so much about a harebrained scheme and more about well if our son wants to try and express himself creatively I'm going to support it like it's kind of coming from that motherly point of view to buy him yep Buying the guitar in the first place. But well, we do get Homer's great line of, you better get real good, real fast, or pow! <laughs> it reminded me, I watched that and I was like, that's how I feel when my dad paid for my lens. My yeah, camera, your new camera lens. I better get real good, real fast, or pow! <laughs> so then Bart imagines being a rock star. Do you remember the name of the song? Be fans of stupid pigs. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did write that down. I love whenever Bart pictures himself in the future and it's always feral yeah he always imagines himself going to shit like when he was a drifter and he wants to he's happy about bang bang bart yeah it always comes back to him he's like Uh, bang bang bart is um homer i know marge Marge. but either way it always comes back to him he's like yeah that's the way it's gotta go (laughs) it's never gonna be positive (laughs) so then bart starts practicing guitar he's really not that great at it Mm. lisa starts sorry i was gonna say i also like that bart was cockney on stage yeah yeah Like, like um Sex Pistols kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I just thought that, that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's like you've changed, man. You yeah. should be about the music. Throws the bottle at it. Yeah. <laughs> so then Bart's. I mean, so Bart's practicing. He's not very good. Lisa's. Mm. We get smarmy Lisa here. Just trying to jam with you. Yeah, you're a smart ass bitch. <laughs> so then Bart is taking the guitar to school, and he learns that Otto is really good at guitar because Otto jams with him. Just shreds on the bus. Why does this? I don't. I might sound stupid here, but do most guitars or many guitars have amps built into them? Because he didn't have an amp there. So where was the sound coming from? Well, I think that's a little cartoon element. I'm sure you probably can buy an. Because they have a little speaker on it. I reckon you could buy an electric with an amp in it. Having never played guitar, I feel like that's something that they would sell. I've never seen it before. That's all. I've got a guitar with an amp. Mm. Obviously, usually it's guitar called amp. Yeah. And I'm like, how is he playing like this you, on the bus? You'd probably get it at like entry level beginner guitars or something like that. Like just play for yourself in your room to train. I'm sure that have to be. If not, yeah. we'll invent it. Make some money. Damn right. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Couple of years and a good idea. <laughs> Otto uh, is holding up traffic, playing the guitar. And then he realizes he has to speed to school. This yep. is what causes the accident. Holding up playing Freebird by Leonard Skinner yeah, of all songs. Yeah, I know. Love right. it. Uh, he in, on the way to school, he kills Spinal Tap because apparently the animators <laughs> thought the last scene with them wasn't funny enough. 
Yeah, right. Is that why it was? Yeah. Okay. So they thought they'd throw it this one in. It was a pretty funny way to kill them. Yeah. Good they show are. last night. Yeah, quite good. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, drives through the police lunch. Anyone get the license plate? I didn't think to look. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I think that was Lou at the end. I didn't yeah. think to look. I love that. Crashes in, it crashes in the sticker, how's my driving? Yeah. On, on the bumper path. Everyone rushing to go call the number. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Skinner fires Otto basically because he has no license. And he's he wearing it's temporary. And fire. he's not wearing his own underwear. Yes, and he's not wearing his. <laughs> he's suspensive. <laughs> well, that tears it. Until you get a license and wear your own underwear, Mister, you are suspended without pay. Who's going to drive the bus? I drove an all-terrain vehicle in Da Nang. I think I can handle it. I did notice here for some reason they used an outside shot of the school of it being purple. Oh, I didn't. By this spot point, that. I thought they'd fix that and made it the yeah. yellow school. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I didn't know why they would go right back into the archives and get the purple school again. Unless the shot went wrong. Oh, but then, yeah. They've still, still got ages to be able to get... Oh, who knows? So Otto's fired, obviously. And so mm. who's going to drive the school bus? Well, Skinner drove an all-terrain uh, vehicle in Da Nang. Yeah. So I think I can handle it. And when I heard that, I thought, I remember this little plot. Like, this was funny. I yeah. Cause I think this was the first time I ever heard the song, Hail to the Bus Driver. Ever? Yeah. I don't reckon I'd ever sung it and then it came on in this. Oh, when you watch this episode. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, when, I, it, when I was younger, I think this is how I was introduced to that song. What was song. the song you sung on the bus at school? We used to always, um, on the way to camp, sing Who Stole the Cookie from the Cookie Jar. Did oh, you ever sing that? Yeah, who, me? Yes, you. Could Couldn't have be. been. Then yeah. who? Yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing that word on it for like 10 minutes in my head. <laughs> um, What else would we have sung? It would have been a little bit... Uh, like, you know all those ones of um, Wish All the Women... Like, they're a really filthy, misogynist no, kind of thing. I don't even want to say this. Like, no, it was high say. school stuff. Just okay. kids being fucking I always remember saying, like, Miss Angel, people. can we sing who, sang, who Stole the Cookie from the Cookie Jar? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> 99 bottles of beer on the wall? That yeah, would have come out? Maybe, yeah, yeah. My favourite ever joke in any movie ever is about 99 bottles of beer on a wall. It's Lethal, uh, lethal Weapon. Naked Gun, 33 and a third. When um, Jane's broken up with Frank, she's out at a bar... She comes walking, like she's sort of storming out uh, of the doors into the outside area. You can hear them just through the doors, like this, 98 bottles of beer on a wall. It's a little bit muffled. Her friend comes out. She's like, Jane, what's wrong? They're playing our song. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. It's like, I understand. Take all the time you need. (laughs) Sorry. I'm off. I I just, I digress. You love those movies, don't you? I really do. It's so stupid. <laughs> Where were we up to in the episode? So I think Skinner's just uh, Skinner driving, and he's yes. really exciting. It, yes, like he's he, really excited. He to kicks do it. off, very happy about things, but then comes up to his little intersection to get onto the highway. He's like, "Whoop, there's an opening." Oh, Mister. Yeah, I, I did like before that though when he says, "Where's Otto?" He's like, "There's a palindrome you won't be hearing for a while." Yeah. it's such a Skinner line to say yeah. that. And it, it was nice though seeing Skinner drive and sort of like enjoying it, with rocking the along with it. it. Yeah, 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 just having you a really good time. On the clutch and the <laughs> toilet goes flush. That's a great setup for later. Shut up! Yeah, <laughs> so good. Uh, anyway, so Otto's then obviously doing his driving test and it starts off really poorly when he's... I think it's Paddy. Is it Paddy? Yeah. 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 I don't want to offend you. I, you were born a man. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be needing this. Yeah. Drops the green <laughs> pen. You were born a man, right? <laughs> the delivery was great on I that I liked uh, Paddy and Selma's little dialogue before he starts talking to them as well. Like, it was like I was just thinking about the time that Homer got his nose caught in the toaster. I didn't remember how hearing that, that. How does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember hearing that line. That's great. The funny cut back to Skinner just lost his mind. He's dishevelled. Yeah, he's going down. <laughs> it just, Let me in. Yeah. And then just Ralph, he starts singing the song again. Shut up! <laughs> it's just perfect. 
Um, Otto goes home. He obviously doesn't pass his test. Yeah. And oh, well, not only that, you failed every segment and you misspelled bus on yeah. the application. <laughs> and he's been evicted. Hey, landlord, some clown changed my locks, padlocked the door, and put up an eviction notice. Yeah, that was me. You? Why? Because you haven't paid your rent. Can I at least get my stuff? All I found in there was a jar of mustard and a couple of old cycle magazines. Wow, I have mustard? By this point, though, I'm like, I can't feel sympathetic for this guy. He's just a loser. Uh, yeah, he's a loser. I don't feel sympathetic, but I enjoyed laughing yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah, laughing at him, yeah. But it's almost, like, uncomfortable to laugh at him. Because like, this guy's just a loser. Yeah, but he's not real. Like, do you go to Cry Village and laugh at the doll bludgers? They're real people. Yeah, okay. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> I throw things at them from my tower. Yes. <laughs> this was... This was something I thought was odd. Tease them with money that's no longer valid currency. Yep. Anyway, so Bart goes to the Quickie Mart and who suggests trying the chutney squishy. Oh, yeah, that's right. What was His the, own concoction. What was the point of that gag? Was it just to fill time? Um, to get Bart to the Quickie Mart to find him and find Otto in the dumpster? Yeah, pretty that much. That went nowhere. Like, he tasted it, didn't like it, and walked off. And th- and, but he threw, then threw, threw it into the, the trash. bin. Yeah. So, they need to... Okay. Yeah. I guess there's a reason. But anyway, it wasn't that funny. Like a chutney squishy. Silly. Yeah, it's silly. Anyway, so he finds Otto in the dumpster. I do like his like his line of um give me a squishy and don't hold back on the syrup. Like yeah. he's you know, kind of that's his version of going to the bar and asking for scotch. Yep. Offers Otto a place to stay, which mm. was quite a nice of him. It hasn't asked his parents yet, so cut back to from commercial. And Otto wakes up the family playing guitar very, very loud in the garage. It was really yep. nice animation here of everyone waking up and shaking and yeah, like maybe yeah, going yeah, down yeah. the hallway yeah. and stuff like that. Bart makes the fake recording to say that yeah. Marge, well, Mum, you did agree to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Mum, I thought you might forget our little conversation this afternoon, so I took the precaution of recording it. What conversation? Mom, can Otto live in our garage for as long as he wants? He sure can. Marge, what were you thinking? That's not my voice. Oh, everybody says that when they hear themselves on tape. And then Homer here. This is where I said it's usually Homer who's trying to convince Marge to do something silly. I, mm. Would you say this is silly? It's kind of wacky. Um, a random guy who... Had the family even met this guy before? Well, I guess he's picking him up from school every day. Surely there's like an inherent trust oh, okay, yeah. in that. You have to at least know the bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably. It's not just some random bus driver. I get it's the tre- school bus driver. It's like, okay, you can stay, but I get to treat him like dirt. Oh, what's the catch? <laughs> <laughs> I love in the... Uh, like. Doesn't the Bible also say, Thou shalt not take moochers into thine hut? Marge is annoyed that Otto is sitting around just watching TV. Oh, sorry, one other great one. Uh, like, this is this is where I was enjoying the episode, that there was a lot of really good zingers. But it's the, um, you know, please, you got to let me stay. I got nowhere else to go. Look, that line didn't work for my dad, and it's not going to work for you. <laughs> I didn't even remember that one. It was so brutal. <laughs> that is a really good line. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't like it so much, because I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> How did it end? <laughs> So Marge is just annoyed because Otto's doing nothing. She's sitting around the house watching TV, doing absolutely nothing, as I said. So Marge says, "Well, you know what you need to do you need to go out and get your license paper." And it, oh, I tried. Oh Lord, how I did try! <laughs> how great was that? Oh Lord, how I did try! <laughs> oh, I just, I actually, that's probably my favorite line. I think it's the delivery of it. Yeah. How oh, Lord, how I did try. It's, <laughs> it's, didn't try. It's a great line for any married man to pull out when they haven't done a chore. Did you put the bins out like I asked you to? <laughs> oh, I tried. Oh, Lord, how I did try. <laughs> it's perfect. It's just great. <laughs> Homer then tells Otto to stop playing guitar because he can't hear himself think. And this is the line you liked, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, will you guys keep it down? I can't hear myself think. Cut to Homer's brain. I want some peanuts. 
that's better. Yeah. <laughs> and then this was good too because the whole reason this started was because Bart wanted to get a guitar, start yep. playing guitar. Yeah. And sort of drifted away from that. But here, Bart's like, I quit playing guitar. I wasn't good at it. And then we yeah. get the great line of, if something's hard to do, then it's not worth doing. <laughs> this, I completely forgot it was from this episode. But that's We'll f- just stick it in the cupboard next to your shortwave radio, karate outfit, and your unicycle. Two of those things I think have been used before. Yeah, so shortwave radio from Radio, radio Bart. Bart uh, the the karate, karate from yeah. the touch of death And episode. unicycle just because you need three it's, things for a funny. joke. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to envision Bart and the unicycle. So Otto is being a nuisance. Now, I've got here, why was he using Homer's ensuite? There's a bathroom. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, why did he go into their bedroom and use their ensuite? It's just funnier that way, I, yeah, guess. I guess. I'm like, I He's just wandering through the halls and he sees, a, he sees a sink and goes, oh, that'll work. I said here, it fits the story in that Otto just doesn't give a shit about anybody else but, yeah. but himself. But uh, Homer finds Otto's hair in the sink yeah. and it is gross. When you find hair, like a clump of hair in the bottom of the sink, it's like, ew. Mm. I don't know what it is about hair, man. Like you find, you'll kiss someone on the head, it's fine. But you find hair in your food, you want to throw your food out. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Um, Jerry Seinfeld discussed that in he does too. A, a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Almost uh, word for word what you just said. He does. Maybe that's what yeah. I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched you. I was like, "Oh, he doesn't know what he's done." <laughs> when I steal jokes, I'm generally aware of it. But you had this kind of sweet, naive look in your eyes. I can envision him saying it now. It's at the start of the episode, isn't mm. it? Why is it though? <laughs> I don't know. It, it is a strange. I guess I'm the same. If I find hair, I'm like, yeah, but I'll keep. You know being. what I think it is? Is because when, like, if you're touching someone's hair, you're with that person. You know what their hair has. Like, you know that that hair has not left their head. When you find some random bathroom hair, could have been anywhere. Could have come from anybody. Probably came from your wife, but who knows? Maybe it came from the delivery guy. <laughs> Maybe it's an inordinately long pube. It's made its way into your soup. It could happen. It could happen. Is this where we get the... Because um, Homer obviously says enough's enough. It's time for him to go. Is this where the happy days line? Yeah. I don't care. This is not happy days and it's not the funds. Hey, Mr. S. As a kid, this line would have gone straight over my head. I never really watched Happy mm. Days until I was a bit older. Yeah. still... I don't really get the big fuss about Happy Days. It's okay. It's not the greatest. Yeah, I think it's a, a again, it's a show of its time. Of its time, yeah. It might have been funnier back it's got then. got moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The characters yeah. are sweet. I like uh, Ron Howard. It's where the jump the shark term came from. Was, yeah. Happy Days is responsible for um, for every show that ever television. went bad. Yeah. <laughs> with, was it Fonz Jump the Shark? Yeah, Fonzie Jump the Shark on a jet ski, I want to say. It was like the, the worst episode of all time or something. Yeah. Anyway. It was like that moment where they went, well, we've got no ideas. What can we do? Yeah. Yeah. So Marge suggests to Homer, well, she says to him, well, we can't really get rid of Otto. He's really good with the kids. About the ex-wheelie maniac hiding in her backseat. Did the maniac kill her? Natch! And you know how I know? How? Because I was that maniac. <laughs> hey, hey, I was just kidding. That's it. He's out of here. This is one of the things I always remember from the episode. I feel like with this episode, I seem to remember it more of like Otto spending more time with the family at the house. I thought more of the episode was Otto living with them. Okay. It's only got the last, say, five, six minutes of the episode. Yeah, Otto's barely in the, uh, the in an episode that's named after him. Yeah. Like, it, it takes up until about halfway through the episode before he's even introduced. Yeah. And, it, and then it gets resolved pretty quickly. He's, he's, in, a, he's in a lot, but I, I, just the main portion of him living with the family, I thought, kind of like when a poo moves in with the Simpsons. I yeah, feel like right. he lives with the family longer than what Otto does I thought here. there was a song and dance number. You don't like that song, though, do you? No, I like it. It's just that it's not the greatest that they've done. Too poppy, I believe you said. <laughs> <laughs> so then Homer basically, because Lisa screams after that, Homer kicks Otto yeah. out. It, it is a great urban legend, by the way. I, I, I forget... 
I'll not forget, I miss the joy of being able to be terrified by stories like that when I was younger. That, that to me, was one of the best parts of being an, a young teenager. I don't remember ever being scared by a story. Yeah, uh, if you were out camping or like being able, or being able you to You camping? Scare, Come on. It happened twice. Never liked it. <laughs> but like, if you could... I had the, I guess, the storytelling skills that I could scare the other kids. Like, not scare as in have them scream, but have them go into sleep really fucking freaked out about the what... Yeah, like, like that after of, watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 like, I miss that kind of thing of... For me, if I actually say The Walking Dead, when I was younger, um, there was a time where I was living in a caravan in the backyard of a house. If I watched a zombie movie, any zombie movie, after that zombie movie ended, I would go to sleep and, or, and I'd be laying down and I would hear any noise outside and I'd be like, it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> No matter how irrational I knew it was, there would still be a part of my brain that couldn't disconnect from, what if it's real? I remember once, and this is only about a year ago, I don't know why it freaked me out, but E.T. was on television, right? <laughs> right, so I'm watching E.T. Okay. And I looked out, I was sitting on the couch. I you were worried out, someone was going to raid your fridge. <laughs> yes, exactly. I looked out the back door, and I could have sworn I saw E.T. looking in the window. I don't know why I thought... I guess it was the reflection of E.T. on the I was going to say, it was, it was just probably... Or or your hand or one of your many no, no, E.T. No, figurines. No, it, was, it, was, it was E.T. on the window. And it was obviously just a reflection of the TV or something. Mm. But fuck, it freaked me out. It just felt like he was there. I might turn the hallway light on and pull the blinds down. <laughs> I don't know why. I just why wouldn't, scared, but Why wouldn't you let E.T. into your house? He's nice. Is he? But he was pretty sweet in the movie. He didn't try to hurt anybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust anybody, man. <laughs> I don't trust foreigners. <laughs> He's from somewhere else. All oh, right, getting back to Otto shows. Nearly wrapped up. So, Homer and Marge are pretty much saying, look, you need to study for this test. You've got yep. to make it happen. Oh, I can't pass that thing. I got a zero last time. This time I'm hungover. You can do it, Otto. You're the coolest adult I ever met. Wow. I've never been called an adult before. I've been tried as one, but... I'll do it. So Otto studies really, really well. Oh, this was great. This was a really great scene where Bart's sitting with Otto. And he's like, alcohol increases your ability to drive. False. False. <laughs> and Bart's like. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really great. Otto vows to get his license in mm. spite of Homer because I think he says, like, my dad said you can't do it. He, this was the part. Called you a gonna... worthless sponge. Yes, that's right. Sponge? What? I'll show you who's a sponge. Goes to Patty. I want to get my license. Why? So I can steeple my license to Homer's big, bold head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was amazing, that line. And then yeah. Patty's like, you're going to pass regardless. Yeah. yeah. So he's just doing really, he, really poorly. As he's running over all of the witches' hats. Homer had a piece of food in his face for three days. <laughs> it wasn't little either. It was a chicken wing. <laughs> wing. <laughs> Ooh, what was that? Uh, doesn't matter. Let's get some margaritas. I'm buying. And it's the only way Otto can actually get his license. Yeah. So then Otto picks up the kids from school. Everyone's happy. And Skinner watches at the window. And we get the nice ending of the... Yes, hail to the bus driver. Bus driver man. And that's yeah. the end. Something so, about that delivery has always stuck in my memory. Said I always remember so, it. Yeah. Said it's with so much gravitas. It's yeah. just very, very cool. He's very, like, proud yeah. of Otto. Yeah. Well, he's done something that Skinner couldn't do. Like, it, it, it takes a real man to be able to merge in Springfield, apparently. Yeah. Look, it's a funny episode. It's just not an overly memorable one. Like, it's not one that I would necessarily dig out no. to, to go out of my way to watch. Maybe the tap parts. It had a handful of really funny moments, but the rest was just filler. Hmm. To me, there's a reason why Otto hasn't been a prominent character yeah. after this. Yeah, there's that. But it's also just a flimsy plot. What did we learn, Palmer? What did you learn about the episode, Mitch? Um... 
that stepping on the clutch will make the toilet go flush. Yes, I learned the spinal tap benefited most from the fall of communism. Mm-hmm. Except for... Uh, well, anyone that lived in a communist country. Never thought of that. <laughs> okay, now on the Facebook page, we asked for your favourite moments from the episode. The best ones are going to read out. I'm going to skim through now and see what I like. A few people have commented about the sponge. Here's Stay Gordon, or Steve Gordon says... Watching this as a child, I gen- genuinely thought Spinal Tap was a real band. Like, seriously. A lot of people watching this as Spinal Tap genuinely thought Spinal Tap was a real band and hated the movie because of it. Really? They thought it was a real rock documentary. So And, they, and then they felt foolish after watching it, kind of thing. God, no, it was more that they felt like they'd been ripped off. They're like, this is shit. They didn't know it was they supposed like, to be... embarrassed? They didn't know it was supposed to be a comedy. They didn't know it was characters. Oh. You know, my favourite ever Spinal Tap story is that Harry Shearer, oh, all of the guys, at a Spinal Tap concert got in costume as the Kingsman and did the warm-up act for a Spinal Tap gig. Everyone in the audience that was there to see Spinal Tap were booing the shit out of them, not knowing that it was them. Like, their costumes were that different that they really? didn't know it was the same characters. And they're like, we had to stay in character and be booed by our own fans for like half an hour <laughs> before coming back out as Tap. They're like, we, so we wanted to go, like, no, it's us. You love us. But so they were taking the piss and it backfired or? Not so much. Well, a little bit taking the piss, but yeah, they just, well, let's do some different characters and we'll be a warm-up act for ourselves. That's, a, that's a pretty funny concept. Do they went into it thinking, and they'll love it. They'll love it. I'm sure no one goes into it thinking they'll hate it. Yeah, that is true. Because why would you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Tim Horton here says, I was that maniac. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Um, people saying Spinal Tap getting killed. So it reminds me of Kramer in the uh, the two-parter episode of Seinfeld where he goes to, like, where he's on the set of Murphy Brown. Yeah. So I said to him, hey, Kramer, dude, have you ever killed a man before? <laughs> <laughs> I love when he gets the set for the Merv Griffin show. And, like, well, yeah. welcomes guests in Marvin yeah. as if they're guests on as the show. As if they're guests on the show. And no, no, uh, Newman's just there as, like, a guest, like yeah. a regular. Yeah. Like, yeah. Paul yeah. Schaefer. <laughs> the Paul Schaefer or the Andy Richter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lockie, oh, this, this person's got it wrong. They've got it wrong. Should we call them out for it? There's two people here that have put quotes from the wrong episode. Oh, no. Dare we, do we dare call them out? No. No? No. Well, if you want to... Mind you, they would to us, but no. We'll be... <laughs> Will be bigger. <laughs> and Alex Pazol says this episode played a big part in fueling his early rock star dreams, especially the concert and how Otto manages to get such a gnarly sound at a guitar that somehow isn't plugged into an amp. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you remember the first time you ever picked up a guitar, by the way? Yes. Tried to play? How yeah. much did you suck? Yeah. And how much did you think you would be good? Still, I still suck. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, you watch people play guitars and they make it look pretty simple. I used to, like, I used to, oh, yeah, that can't be too hard. I watch Bill and Ted. I'm like, well, these guys do it easy. Yeah. They do it the air. Yeah, they're exactly. They don't even need the guitar. <laughs> but, well, this can't be hard. I, you know how many tribes I tried? Oh, how I did try as a kid to make sound yeah, with, my, ki- with yeah, my fingers? Like, ultimately, all I can, all you can do is smoke on the water. And after doing Smoke on the Water for a little bit, I could do like the intro to play that funky music, White Boy. Yeah. So basically, as long as I only had to hit one note at a time, yeah. I was okay. Yeah. So, so with me, piano. I used to be able to play that. It's just this random tune. I don't even know what it is. Anyway, I'll pick one more I comment. Could, I, I wouldn't be able to do it anymore, but I learned to play the entertainer. Like I, I was like, I don't care if I can't play any piano, but if I can figure out how to play the entertainer, which is the dun 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 dun, yeah, that anyway. I, no, that was Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Anyway, the entertainer, <laughs> the entertainer is the score from the Sting. Anyway, so I was like, if I can play that, and I can just confidently walk up to a guitar, uh, to a to a guitar, that'd be unique. If I could walk up to a piano and just do that, people would think I knew how to play piano. Yes, and that's how you get chicks at parties. <laughs> And finally, the last. Could you imagine here. a grand piano around a campfire? 
<laughs> like that would be one of the greatest sketches of all time. Like it's two guys trying to one up each other. So like playing he, the piano. Man. One guy's being all sweet reading poetry, and then the other guy starts playing acoustic guitar, and then like the other guy cuts to him. He's just got a yeah, got a tuxedo on. She's always Crocodile a woman. Rock. She's always a woman to me. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Jared Moran says, "Good show last night. Yeah, quite good." <laughs> so. Thanks to everybody who commented on our post this week. Make sure you check out for next week's episode. Now, next week's episode is Bart Friends Falls in Love. Falls in Bart's love, friend falls in love. Friend. Even. It's friend. I know. Yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call you out. <laughs> Not going to call out the listeners. Alrighty. So, as we said, thanks to everyone that commented. Make sure you do so next week and we'll read the best ones out on the show. Now it's time for... Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh! The mailbag largely consists of time that I was over in New, uh, New Zealand uh, okay. this week. So we're going back a couple of weeks. Uh, Reese Patterson, hello from Vancouver, Canada, eh? I love your show and listen to it every Thursday at work. Thank you very much, Reese. All Canadian listeners just went, Ugh. Yeah. At what, oh, at the A. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's a, it's a quote. I love Canadians. Everyone, I, I take pride in being able to, not be an idiot and hear a Canadian go, oh, you're from America. Like, you know, to be able... I don't know why I would say it to them in an American accent. Most people don't do that. But, you know, to be able to differentiate between Canadian and American, very important. When I go to um to England, everyone says, g'day, mate. G'day, mate. Oh, we just say We do say g'day, but it's not... G'day. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, let's see. You know, the, the, the thing about the English is they pay us out for being a convict... You're like, oh, you're all convicts. You're from your country. Exactly. You were the ones that fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) If you were better behaved, Australia wouldn't exist. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. It's beside the point. Uh, His question. So, a lot of his... um a lot of his co-workers are big fans of The Simpsons. Uh, our work is forming a team for Simpsons trivia that happens in Vancouver once a month. Uh, we needed a great team name because everyone else has amazing team names. When I did Team Discovery Channel, someone even booed because they thought it was too cliche. Yeah. So, what are the best team names that we have? They have to be clever and longer, not just a direct quote and somehow tied in. We, we mentioned this before the show and I said the mediocre presidents, you won't find their faces on dollars or on cents. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's long. It is long. It's obscure. Yeah. Uh, and and you know that I love the mediocre presidents. <laughs> uh, I, ha- I died in 30 days. I went with not a direct quote, but a, a twist. Um, what are you talking about? This is a perfectly cromulent team name. Yep. Sure. If you get booed for either of those, I'll fly over there to like the following month. Lay the smack down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've got four finger discounts, stamped authority yes. to go with those two names. So, once again, this is coming in from Reese Patterson. There you go. Now, Reese has also been kind enough to send in my two cents. I'm Kent Brockman, and that was my two cents. There we go. Uh, I had a friend that was notorious for being cheap. Um, that would be why he's emailing, and I probably didn't need to read that first part of the sentence out. This is where I need to do more research beforehand. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is where I sit here rolling my sorry, eyes. No, there's a couple parts. There's two different things to the to, to this guide, two different bits of tightwatery. Firstly, they would go snowboarding in Canada. I think you're born with skates or snowboard on. That's pretty much how it works. It's very painful for the women. But he, the lift passes at the mountain were cheaper in the afternoon. So this guy would walk up the hill. Like he would hike up the hill, snowboard under arm for like the first half of the day and then buy a lift pass in the afternoon. You have any idea how much effort that is? A lot. How much was he saving though? Doesn't actually give me a dollar figure. Just half price though. Okay. So he would spend the first well, three hours. Price, man, depends how much it is. Yeah, but you don't get to go down the mountain as often because you're spending so much time that is walking true. back up it. It's like walking up. You know when you go to a water park and you have to climb to the top before you can go, go down oh. for like 30 seconds. 
Yeah. Ugh. Awful. Also, they what would escalate a motherfucker. They would often go to their favorite town in uh, sorry spot in town for brunch, but this guy would walk down a block to get coffee from a different location because it was twenty cents cheaper. Get it as a takeaway, then come back and order brunch with them yeah, with terrible. his coffee snuck in because he saved twenty cents. Terrible. My <laughs> God, he's not named in this, but. If he listens to the show, I hope he's aware but of how appalling his behaviour is. Every 10 coffees, he gets a free coffee. He'd be saving 20 something, assuming they're like $2 each. Okay. I, th- I thought you were already on like a stamp program. Like you're aware <laughs> of what he's got. Uh, now, we move on from Canada to New Zealand. Auckland, New Zealand, Can I just say fact. too, when you write in, please make sure you let us know where you're from. Yeah, it's always nice to know. Yeah. It just gives us a little boost. We go, hey, they're from somewhere else. What's wrong from Nigeria to listen? Let us know. That'd be fun. Hmm. And then ask us for money. Abe Foster um, is a Kiwi emailing in from New Zealand. So, uh, he would like to say that it's fantastic to have a Simpsons podcast as passionate as Four Finger Discount. Thank you very much, Abe. Appreciate it. uh, His question is kind of in regards to the way the Simpsons can open your eyes up to what is, you know, to stuff that you never would have known about. So, we've all been fans of the Simpsons since back in the day. Um, but he realised that each episode was in fact a banquet of pop culture gags and references, most of which he'd missed when he was younger. For example, he didn't realise the significance of Bart um, dressing up as Alex Delage from Clockwork Orange in A Treehouse of Horror 3, or the backwards talking Twin Peaks gag in Who Shot Mr. Burns. Was that the dream? Like the melted yeah, sequence dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, until he started film and TV in his late teens. So did we have any massive pop culture epiphanies when watching the series as an adult? What? During this one, the Happy Days thing for me. Oh, wasn't yeah, an epiphany, right. But I was just like, I understand that now. Yeah, gotcha. As a kid, sure, Would have gone straight over your yeah. head. I, um, For me, a big one was Full Metal Jacket with the... The putter. The putter, yeah. Like, give your putter a name. Mom, yeah. give it a girl's name. <laughs> that is good. Your no, put- no, Charlene, isn't it? Yeah. That's what he tells yeah. us. Like, your putter's name is Charlene. Why? It just is. That's just why. Just is, yeah. Um, yeah, like that... that I really, you know, is it the shotgun? I, mean, I watched the, the Simpsons. The gun in full it's metal the rifle. Yeah, rifle. Yeah, give your yeah, rifle yeah. a name. Um, I, I would have loved to have seen a, a scene where Bart's walking down the hallway with a putter over his shoulder, clutching his testicles. Yeah. This, this is my putter. This is my gun. This is for, <laughs> a bit too much. <laughs> this is for golfing. This is for fun. It would have been way too much. But like, ah, oh, there's a part of me that just wishes. <laughs> there, was, there was one recently that I noticed that I never picked up on as a kid. Uh, Bart gets an elephant when he looks into the window. It's like Jurassic Park with the eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Foxtel, and I was like, that's Jurassic Park. Yeah. I never put the two and two together until recently. Yeah, yeah. neither at I until you've said that. As obvious as that is, now yeah. that you have actually mentioned that. Mm, he needed a torch. That would have um, yeah. <laughs> that would have sold it. How annoying is the, the girl in that movie, by the way, in that scene? Lex. Which just keeps screaming and making, get the torch yeah. and shines it on. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Turn the light off, yeah. turn the light <laughs> off. Okay, we'll move... On to the final bit of correspondence that we've got this week. This one comes from Niall McGowan. There's a Niall in One Direction, isn't there? How the hell would I know? I don't know. You're a music guy. (laughs) Am I? You've got LPs. (laughs) Why would I know anything about One Direction? In any case, so uh, first off, congratulations by making such a cromulent show. It embiggens my joy every time I see a new episode posted. Thank you very much for squeezing both of those two words into an email. Uh, I... So, what he wanted to do is to give us a buzz. We were talking about Black Widower last week and talking about the timeline issues between yeah. how they're making the film and then they have sex and then the... But, like, somehow in that time, they're the family's it, watching yeah. the film and then Bart's scrubbing it. So, he has come up with an answer to put everyone's minds at ease. A that theory. It, well, not so much a theory. I think he's pretty well locked in. Like, like, he's correct. And it's just more that the way the editing looks, everyone assumed that there was a problem when there was not. Who wrote, it's in John Swartzwater. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it's always been his assumption that we were seeing Bob after a different lovemaking session later on, indicating that Selma sent the tape from the first day, and we've cut to three to four days later when the tape arrived, and they're still on their honeymoon, where Bob has been having to endure performing his marital duties several times since. The idea is supported by a seeing Bob at the beginning of the tape complaining to the luggage monkey that he specifically wanted a room with a fireplace so he could leave the gas on. Straight after the foot rubbing scene, he turns on the gas and leaves Selma to MacGyver, indicating that they have moved to a room with a fireplace. No, because he, he does get more mm. in the fireplace in the video. So he's over, he's like, oh, Redica of Deadwood. That doesn't happen in the video, does it? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. How does that happen in the video? If he's arguing about it, there's it, no scene in the I'm video where they move ha- from one room I'm to telling another. You, I'm telling you it happens in the video. Would you like to play, me to play it for you right now and show you? I'm telling you it does. The alternative theory is that they've had sex for about three or four days. I side with Niall. I'm going to show you right now. You're going to come over here and watch it. I'm going to tell you it's in the video. Watch Black Widower. I'm playing it right now. Okay. So, let's find the clip. Alrighty. So, we're watching it now. They're watching the video. There we go. Bob is now lighting the fire during the video. What's hmm. your theory now, Niall? I think the same theory can hold up. Even if that doesn't support it anymore. I think you've been a little bit too quick to prove a listener wrong. That's right, though. I think, if anything, we've gotten into the insecurities of your own mind. <laughs> No, fair enough. Bad luck, Niall. But uh, that, but, but that, better luck it, next time. Besides that one fact, it does. You can just just to say you're assuming they've had sex many times. It wasn't the same time. Yeah, and then it's all sorted. I think it's a fair enough assumption. It to is make. fair enough assumption. It's a way that I'm sure that's what the writers would say. Yeah, maybe, there's no way of proving that. Wrong. Maybe he's a writer. Look him up on LinkedIn. Possibly. See what's going on. Here. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Niall. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for the feedback, and thank you for calling our show yeah. fan fucking tastic. Yes, and we do really appreciate actually no, the last guy did that. My bad. <laughs> Whatever. We do appreciate you guys writing in, responding to stuff that we've said on the previous podcast. It shows mm. that you care. We really do appreciate it. So, yeah. mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au if you have a question, a my two cents story. Now, also, we have a new segment that started last week. Now, I believe, are we going to call it, it's an Albany expression? What are we going to call it? It's an Albany expression. I don't know. It's your segment. You can call it whatever you want. I'll find something and call it whatever. I'm and not- then. What? I'm not 100% behind it yet. Yeah, what, the, the segment or the, the name? <laughs> the name. Yeah, I'm not behind it. It doesn't really make sense. No, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. What should we call it? It's something to do with Simpsons in real life. Uh, Cartoons don't have to make sense? No, it doesn't really no, make sense. No, I'll come up with something. We'll, we'll figure out something. But you, we'll uh, workshop it another time. But the listeners know what we're talking about. It's when a, something's happened that Simpsons related in your real life. Yes. So, who wrote in this week? I believe it was a man named Jeremy, a good friend Jeremy from uh, Hawaii. Jeremy from Hawaii, who still has an open invitation for us to join him well, not join him on the couch, but to come and crash on his couch sometime. He's, uh, he's Vince McMahon's nephew. He is Vince McMahon's nephew, <laughs> which is just a nice little fact. <laughs> so, Jeremy. Uh, Jer- Jeremy used to run some tour guides, so he's dropping some people yeah. off at the end of the day. And the last two people in the van is a gay couple in their 60s. We're driving along Waikiki Beach, and one of the guys points at the ocean and says, Hey, what is that thing you guys do? I'm assuming American. I'm going to go with American. Hey, what is that thing you guys do where you stand up on the board like with a paddle? So I told him, stand up paddleboard. And he goes, oh, of course, and laughs. So for my own amusement, I ask him, have you guys ever seen that movie with the bus that had to speed around the city, (laughs) keeping its speed over 50? And if its speed dropped, it would explode. I think it was called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. (laughs) What'd they say? Uh, One of the guys gives a quizzical look look and says, is that a Simpsons reference? Everyone laughed, ended up leaving a good tip. So that's a Simpsons reference that has worked well. Makes you a bit of extra money. uh, Now that I've read that story out loud, Fox will be hitting Jeremy up for 25% of that tip. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you, when I'm in America, if my waiter or waitress make a Simpsons-related joke, they're getting a bigger tip. Yeah, that's fair. It's just... It's, it's just the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, it's just the way it has to be. Yeah. 
So thanks for that. Would, too, would it be as simple as is there? Do you guys have a table for two? Yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I would, I would buy that person dinner. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, if we're ever waiters for whatever reason, we have to do that. Yeah. And then, what happens if they don't get it though? That would be really awkward. Yeah, that's true. But maybe like, do you, do you are you just going to be hanging out for someone to come up saying, "Hi, I'm Bob, and I'll be your waiter." For you to be able to hit back, "Hi, I'm Dando, and I'll be your customer." Just to test him. I will have to say that once. <laughs> I'll get Nicola to film it. But thanks to Jeremy for sending that in. And if you had something Simpsons related to happen to you in the real world, please send it through to mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Also, any questions or any My Two Cents stories, anything related to the mailbag, send it through. Or just kind words. Yeah. Like, just want to contact us we, for We don't reason. necessarily read out as many these days that are just saying we really love the show, but we love getting them. Yeah. Like, please, please write those in. They're we really do, nice. We do get a lot of people that send in questions, but they don't want them read out in the show. They just want to ask us a question. Yeah, they just yeah. want to, you know, say what's up and ask for whatever reason what size t-shirts we wear. That yeah. was a little bit weird. <laughs> it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's a great way to start the day when you wake up and there's someone saying, you do a great show. I'm like, yeah. It's worth it. Particularly it is worth it. when they're from the other... You know, from somewhere else in the yeah, world. It's it is nice. awesome. Or from when they're local. Like the yeah. one thing I haven't had many people from Geelong reach out. I had a couple, but everyone, it's cool. Everyone reaches out from overseas, but like the guys that could actually catch up with me for a beer if they wanted to. There's still not even many people from Australia that contact us. It's always overseas yeah. people. Guys, if you're from Melbourne, sing out. Yes. I'll come up. Yeah, we'll have some beers. Yeah. Have good times. So uh, thanks for listening to our review of the Auto Show. Hope you enjoyed it. Do all the normal stuff. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And rate and review us in the iTunes store. Would really appreciate but it. But especially but- Facebook. Yes. But especially Twitter. <laughs> make sure. Make sure. <laughs> That's really thrown you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what was I, t- I going to say? Oh, yeah, make sure you buy the premium podcast. If you haven't yet. Dollar Redo per episode. Uh, but versus Australia. And you only move twice. If you have bought it, buy it again. It's yes. That good. Yes, it is that good. Yep. But no, don't because there'll be n- there'll be new ones coming out. As you said, Cape Fear will be coming up. Uh, what do you say with the next couple of weeks? Next couple of weeks, probably to wrap yep. up towards the end of the season. Yep. Also, someone suggested this week we should do Who Shot Mr. Burns Part One and Two. Now they that's said do special. it. They yeah, said do okay. it as one long one. But I reckon we should do it as a double header. Mm. Double the money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sons of bitches. You guys should do like all of season eight. No, no. We <laughs> as should re- as we a should premium. Re- we should review part one and then wait three seasons and review part and two. then review part two. That'd be pretty funny. No, we should review. We should do right. What we'll do, we'll get to part one, review it for free in normal time. We've got to find a way to make the podcast itself end on a cliffhanger. Yeah, like so, like maybe you and I have some sort of feud. Do you think there's people that don't know who shot Mr. Burns? No, 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 not about not about the storyline, but like within the podcast itself, there needs to be its own little running theme. Like you and I are fighting or whatever happens, and the, or like you know, shit, is that someone at the door? I don't know, but and then like. Ow, I gunshot honest, I honestly sound thought effect. someone was at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just breaking character. This is why I was able to scare people on camp because yeah. I could commit. But no, yeah, like like bang, gunshot sound effect and then like maybe some screaming in the background and that's how it ends. Yeah. So then they have to download the next one to find out what happened in the first episode no, of... let the cat in the bag. They know, well, it's not a real cliffhanger. No, we'll come up with something else. We're that was clever. just, that was just idea like number that. one. <laughs> Alrighty, so look forward to that one as well. So as we said, get the premium podcast. Only a dollar a dude really helps us pay for the website and just helps us live, doesn't it? Mm. Anything else you need to mention to the listeners before we let them go for this week? Uh, no, um, have a fantastic week. I, I, yes. you know, that's all I've really got this time around. I actually, um, you know what? If you're walking past a Subway tomorrow, buy yourself a cookie. They're delicious. They are delicious and it'll put you in a better mood. No matter what, you might already be in a great mood, you might be in a bad mood. It's $1.50 for a cookie. They're so soft. Go buy a cookie. How great are they from Subway? Yeah. By the way, guys, Subway is our new official sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Really do appreciate it, and we'll catch you guys next week. Shh.